0: Hey Grow Girls, you are listening to the Get Up and Grow Girl podcast, hosted by me, your spiritual life and business coach, Leela Jasmine Sule. I'm also a recovering, hustle hard, turn my back on my feminine energy, disconnect from the divine, my productivity equals my worth kinda girl. So now it's my mission to help you ditch that disconnected lifestyle and instead align and prosper so you can experience soulful aligned feel-good success. You don't need no magic lamp because you are your own genie capable of manifesting your own vision. So this podcast will guide you on your journey to finding your light, stepping into your power and manifesting your dream life and business. So let's jump in. Good morning. I'm coming on live to share three lessons that I learned from breaking toxic relationship cycles. It's 7 a.m. here. We've got shit to do today, so I wanted to get this out of the way early. That's why I'm still soaking wet. And there is a chicken or something outside making loads of noise, so we're gonna hope that I don't get interrupted by him. But I wanted to share this because I would describe toxic relationship let's before we do anything let's break this down and get actually specific on what that means so i would describe a toxic relationship as one where you are chronically not getting your needs met so your needs are chronically unmet perhaps the other person's needs are also chronically unmet the basic things you need from a relationship maybe to feel safe to feel cared for, loved, to be authentically yourself, those needs are not met chronically, not just once or twice, you know, that that can be a normal relationship, that you're not always perfect, your your person, your partner can't always perhaps be 100% present, life happens, and they may mistakenly not meet your needs. A toxic relationship is one where your needs get chronically not met, and or where it triggers your wounds and your coping mechanisms and pulls you into that wounded energy so you find yourself living out of coping mechanisms that aren't really you again that is a sign of a toxic relationship so i want to share three key lessons that i learned and that you can apply if you want to break toxic relationship cycles, if you've been in toxic relationships in the past, maybe you're still trapped in it. Maybe you've been single for a long time because you're scared of repeating these cycles because you lose yourself when you repeat these cycles. So the first lesson I learned was what the wounded masculine actually is and the wounded feminine. Because when you're a grow girl, when you are growth minded, what you may do when having, when having relationship problems and finding that, you know, you keep getting into these arguments or you keep feeling unhappy, you keep feeling like your needs aren't met, what you may do is look within and be like, I need to take responsibility for my life. If something's not right, I need to look within. And that's a great thing and that is the foundation of what will make you able to co-create your life and design the life that you want, is having that attitude and always looking inwards and aligning yourself. However, when it comes to a toxic relationship, doing this to the expense of actually looking in your outside world can obviously keep us stuck. And what I did when I was, attracting different people and I was just dating I was single but attracting different people who were the same type of personality and who together we co-created the same toxic dynamics instead of looking at all at them and addressing any of the things they were doing that may be toxic I only looked within which meant that I thought that I could change them if I change me I did need to shift certain things within me and shifting those things started this beautiful journey of healing and of manifesting the relationship, a happy relationship that I'm in now that I wanted. But I was staying with those people who were toxic. So no matter how much I would change here, I was still engaging with people who weren't yet looking inside, who were wounded, let's say, and I don't really like saying toxic, toxic dynamics, not toxic people, wounded people. And if they weren't willing to look inside and they weren't willing to do the work, then no matter how much I looked inside, I wouldn't get out of the the relationship if I didn't also look at them um, clearly and see what was not working. We're having a coffee break, because like I said, it's very early. <laughs> So through these toxic relationships, I learn, and through breaking these cycles, I learn what was the wounded masculine and what was the divine masculine. Because then I could see, instead of like, they're just making me cry and I don't know why, is it me, is it them, what is it? I was able to see, okay, these are wounded masculine traits. So this thing that he's doing where he's always trying to control me, that's wounded masculine. If it's a wounded masculine trait, I cannot heal it myself for him. He needs to heal it. It's not about looking at that person and judging, 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 but seeing it for what it is, understanding where this behaviour is coming from. So you stop blaming yourself, because when you're in a toxic relationship, you can blame yourself. For example, I used to get constantly gaslit, and this was in multiple different situationships, when it had not yet become a relationship. But... I would get gaslit and I'd be told, you're so sensitive, it's in your head, you're crazy. And so I'd look within and be like, am I being too sensitive? You know, am I being, um, am I not really holding my own sense of self-confidence? And instead letting, you know, silly things upset me, is it true? And I'd look within and yes, it's important to look within and you learn things when you look within and you grow. But, I was just blaming myself. I was like, yeah, you're too sensitive. Yeah, you're too sensitive. And I was invalidating my feelings and then staying stuck in this toxic relationship and the dynamics of keep meeting people like that because every time I'd come across someone else who would gaslight me, what I would do is be like, oh yeah, it's me being sensitive. So I need to use this as a practice. And no matter how much they gaslight me and how much they do things to me that aren't right. And my intuition says, this isn't right and voices it. Actually, I need to keep pushing it down because I'm too sensitive. And that's what I learned. When I realized what the wounded masculine was, I was like, ah, gaslighting. That's their wound. So I I can't do anything about that. That is their wound. And yes, of course, I would still ask myself questions and still do the inner work, but I would know, okay, that's wounded masculine. And what's it triggering in me? When they gaslight me, do I just start people pleasing and walking on eggshells around them and trying not to upset them and never saying what I really think? That is wounded feminine. And that is my wounded feminine energy coming out as a coping mechanism of people pleasing. So by learning and understanding what the wounded masculine is, how it looks, you safeguard yourself against just thinking, oh, am I just oversensitive? Am I just needing to do the the work on myself? Or does this person need to do the work too? And is what they're doing representative of, of their wounds? And if it is, then you know, okay, this has become toxic. When two people who are wounded come together and are not healing, not making an effort to heal, you don't have to be perfect, but not doing that work and not shifting those things it will be toxic because you will just, again, not meet each other's needs and exacerbate those coping mechanisms. So it's, it's kind of like a safeguard, a way to see, a way to assure yourself. When you're being gaslit, you start to question everything. It's a way to assure yourself, okay, this is a toxic relationship. I can leave with love. I can be like, I wish you well, wish you healing and leave. But I cannot stay here thinking I'm going to fix this person because they need to do their work. So learning that was so key. And this is one of the key reasons why I created the Goddess Inner Circle, because I wanted to teach on this. This is life changing. When you understand the wounded versus the divine, you literally have a flashing light saying healthy relationship, toxic relationship. And you're not stuck and you're not struggling. So this is why I teach in the Goddess Inner Circle. This is a key part. This is in module two. Learning all about the wounded masculine. Healing your own wounded masculine energy as well so that you can have a healthy relationship. The second thing I learned is coming up after a sip of coffee. (laughs) This is really watery coffee. It's not good. Probably going to have to get another one after this. Okay, so the second thing I learned is that people-pleasing is a honey trap to narcissists and is often a a really contributing factor to a toxic relationship. And this is for all of you who've ever heard or ever said, calling you out a little bit, but here we go, that, oh, I'm just too nice. And used your people pleasing as a bit of a like, oh no, it's a good thing, I'm just too nice. What I learned, because I was a people pleaser, I still work every day to heal the remnants of that people pleaser within, And it's the good girl wound. It's the good girl wounded feminine wound that we learn that we need to please others over ourselves. And we learn that from a child when we're told, be a good girl, go and do this, go and say thank you, go and give that person a hug. Even if our intuition is telling us not to, we learn that we need to make other people comfortable over ourselves. Many of us learn that. And we can turn it around and be like oh no I'm just too nice and be like it's actually a good thing that I people please through being in toxic relationships I learned that people pleasing is what attracts narcissists but also what exacerbates them and if not narcissists just the wounded part of someone the ego if someone is living in their wounded masculine they are also living in their ego and their ego loves to be pandered to it makes them feel good And so when you people please, you can draw that kind of person in. And on the flip side, when you have boundaries, you can draw in a divine masculine person. Because someone who is heart-centered and in their divine energy would thrive off of... Sorry, I don't know what's going on here. Oh, I've now got... (laughs) Um, I've now got horns. I think my filter went off um they thrive off of it they thrive off of people pleasing because it, it it meets their needs it makes them feel special it means they can get what they want essentially whereas someone in divine masculine energy will respect boundaries and they like boundaries because it's clear to them what you want and what you need and they they want to please you and they want to work together harmoniously. And it's much easier for them when you say what you are, what you want and when you are authentic. And you can't be authentic if you're people-pleasing. That is the hard truth. Because if you're people-pleasing, you're not living in alignment with yourself. You're doing what other people want. And so you're not authentic. And that was a hard lesson. I had to check my own ego and say to myself, you're not actually doing this because you're such a nice person. You're doing it because you're wounded, which is fine. We all have wounds, but it's time to let go of that and to stop using it as an excuse and as as a guard. And it's time to stop people pleasing because it's attracting the very thing that's hurting me. When I'd date a narcissistic person, I'd always think of it this way, or someone in the wounded energy. That first day, we could never see each other again. Why would it feel so electric? It would always feel electric when I had not yet healed and then we'd keep seeing each other and they'd get more and more toxic. Why did it feel so electric? Why did it go so well? Because I was being cool girl and I was people pleasing. And then they were lapping it up and they were being nice to me because they were getting what they wanted. But then later down the line, when that you know mask that you can put on for maybe a date or two starts to wear away because the closer you get, the less you can hide your, your true self. Or the less you can pretend then they would take advantage of that people pleasing and the reason they would come back and the reason it would get deeper is because they were like yeah i get what i want from this person not a connection but an ego stroke so the lesson key lesson in breaking free from these toxic relationship cycles was cutting the people pleasing and yes i know it's not as simple as that it came down to inner healing healing the wounded feminine the archetype of the people-pleaser and the fauna, the one that walks around on eggshells. And again, this is key. And this is what I teach in the goddess inner circle. This is actually module one, the wounded masculine is module two. Healing those people-pleaser archetypes is is one of the key things, identifying which archetypes you are embodying because that can be unconscious a lot of the time so that you can heal it. And I walk you through how to heal each one. There's no more wondering and guessing. And then that brings me to number three. The third lesson and the final lesson that I learned from breaking free from these toxic relationship cycles was that attachment styles and your inner child wounds will continue to play out until healed. What I realized is I was attracting toxic relationships in the form of hot and cold, a hot and cold man, basically where one second, it was electric, it was amazing. I was feeling like I was on top of the world. I was getting those needs met. And the next, it was the complete opposite and I was being gaslit and I was being controlled or I was being iced out. And I'd said something that I didn't even realise was a bad thing to say. I just voiced something and then they'd decided they'd got triggered and they'd iced me out. Instead of communicating healthily, um, that then gaslight at me and said that oh, I'd said something terrible when I hadn't. And that dynamic, I realised, was no coincidence. It was a dynamic I'd experienced. This was in 2020 when I drew the line under this and I really got serious about my healing, my healing, my feminine energy, healing the relationship with myself and healing from past relationship traumas. That includes inner child healing. And that's when I drew the line under it. But I'd had these dynamics back to a relationship when I was 19. So that was almost 10 years ago. It's now 10 years ago, but was then almost been going on for 10 years that dynamic. And then I recognized that actually, when I did this inner child work and this shadow work, that it came from before that. And as a child, I had had this dynamic in the house, in the home, hot and cold. And that's how I learned to receive love. And that's how I learned to get my needs met. I learned to have a hot and cold person and I learned to be relaxed and then people please. And then over time I learned to just walk on eggshells and to pander. And that is what I did in relationships and that's why I would stay in these toxic relationships because you don't get into them knowing they're toxic. You get into them because they're playing out something that you already know you get into them because that's how you learn to receive love so the last lesson that I learned the third one that there's many but that I'm going to share with you today is that from breaking these toxic relationship cycles I learned that attachment styles inner child wounds will play out until healed it is not something that's from the past sometimes we say oh yeah but that's you know it's just a kid like it doesn't matter now oh it matters it um Almost defines all of our bonds. It's where we learn to form a bond. it's the first bond we form is with our primary caregivers in the home. So that is how we then go and form bonds ever ever since until we recreate and decide to tether that way. Let's end that pattern and let's recreate a healthier one. Okay? So I wanted to come on and share with you these three lessons in hopes that you can use these, take these, implement them, learn more about this, learn about the wounded masculine, heal your people pleasing tendencies, go inwards, do this inner child work, learn about your attachment style, heal your attachment style, heal your inner child wounds and in doing so co-create a healthier relationship with yourself and then a healthier relationship with a divine partner as and when you're ready to do that you manifest it by doing all of these three things not just by sitting and visualizing and if you want to do this healing all of this is what I walk you through inside the goddess inner circle which is the coaching membership to heal in self-love and in love so that you can become your most confident, magnetic, authentic self, which means you can manifest your divine partner. And I walk you through every single step of this, from the inner work, the healing, the the, the healing your relationship with yourself, the cutting energetic cords with past relationships, healing those inner child wounds, to manifesting what you want, learning what your needs are, learning how to embody them and become a match for them, and consciously date in a healthy way. All of this is taught inside. You can get inside right now for £44 a month. It's a six month course program. And our next live call is next week. So now is a perfect time to come in because you get instant access to the self-paced modules, self-paced modules, and you get our voxer group chat where we will be able to help you i will be able to help you in this small group of like-minded soul sisters with whatever comes up in your actual life coaching you through it guiding you through it showing you the way helping you heal that wound that's come up helping you navigate that new dating scenario and we also have of course the live calls where we can do this even deeper Okay, I hope you loved this. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you took something away from it. And if you did, feel free to reach out and let me know. Feel free to let me know if, if it resonated and if it helped you in some way. If you want information on the Goddess Inner Circle, then just DM me the word goddess and I will send you the link. Bye. So I hope you loved this episode. Thank you for listening and spending your time with me. And I really hope that it is empowering you and has empowered you to go for those goals and to know that you are so capable of manifesting all that you desire and all of that soulful success in your life in your business in your relationships in any aspect that you desire it in and if you did enjoy this episode if you did find it helpful if you did have some light bulb moments please take a screenshot post it to your instagram stories and tag me at leela jasmine sule I would love to hear what you took away from the episode, I would love to hear how it helped you but also it would be amazing if you could share the message and pass this on to more grow girls who would benefit from this and if you share it on your Instagram stories then of course all the grow girls in your community will also be able to listen and enjoy the goodness as well. Until next time grow girls, goodbye!